You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer, and it is my joy to share this next hour with you here on the Heart Healer Radio Network. And happy Mother's Day to all of you that have birthed, physically birthed children into this, into this realm have adopted children and have mothered them the best that you can. And for those of you that have not birthed or adopted, happy Mother's Day to all of you who hold that role of loving people in a kind, gentle way as a woman or even as a man. This is a way of mothering. We want to define things so specifically and we can't all the time. And when we do, it creates limitations that perhaps if we considered them, we might let go of them. So tonight we're going to talk about a little bit of spiritual wisdom called the art of spiritual mothering. In honor of our blessed Mother's Day here, you know, part of me gets a little irritated and says, this is a Hallmark, you know, Hallmark card holiday. Let's buy some cards. Well, you know, nobody's going out to buy cards today, you know, or for this holiday because of this quarantine that we are all still experiencing. Um, I'm coming up on nine weeks of of not driving or being out and about. And it's been a most interesting experience, right? But separate and apart from the idea that Mother's Day is a Hallmark holiday, Hallmark card holiday, the mother holds a very unique role 
in the history of humanity and in our societies. Our cultures all interpret and and speak of the mother differently. There's even the representation of the mother in the psychology of the mind. And in the psychology of the mind, based on Ho'oponopono teachings by Dr. E. Haleakala Hulen, who I adore and, and consider my mentor for Ho'oponopono, the mother represents the conscious part of the mind. The father is represented, um, or divine creator is represented by the father, conscious mind by the mother, and the subconscious mind by the child. So the mother, if you think of it, the mother aspect of all of us is the one who consciously chooses. It's our intellect. It's the part of us that learns on a conscious level. But from a real-time relationship perspective, the mothering aspect of who we are determines how we treat other people. And it oftentimes can reflect how we've been treated by a mother figure. If we are blessed to have mother figures in our lives, that have been unconditionally loving, kind, and compassionate, even if we have walked a path of abuse or childhood trauma, there is still that amazing possibility that we will choose to adopt the way of the kindness and compassion and loving presence that was gifted to us by that special person or those special people. For me, my favorite unconditionally loving teacher, a mothering type of person, was my Aunt Teddy. And I miss her dearly. She has transitioned to spirit seven years ago, coming up next month. And she was such an important part of my growing up years. And such a wonderful influence on my sister and I both, on her own children, and on so many other people. She just was one of those kind, gentle, compassionate people. And she loved to share that part of her with whomever was in her presence. We all have someone, I hope, that has been kind and loving to us in a mothering way. I want to chat about what the art of spiritual mothering is. It's the same as spiritual parenting. And so many of us are not familiar with that concept, which is why I believe Spirit guided me to talk about it tonight. When we think about old paradigm methods and styles of parenting, They're very controlling. They are very strict and defined. And that's largely based upon the roles that were set for our parents by their parents and by their parents before them. Most of my parents' generation didn't believe that you burdened your children with their issues. They were stoic about them. 
most of my parents' generation did not believe in creating a space for the child to explore who they are and then help them to create the world, the path that they felt intuitively was theirs. We had a very limited um, view of what our professional path would be and what our relationship path would be. It was expected that we would get married, we would have children. For a woman in doors were not open to a lot of professional careers. Those that chose them were and pioneers. Most of the women in my generation uh, became teachers or um, secretaries, office um, staff, um, or they became nurses or something in the healthcare industry, but mostly nurses. That was my path and not a path that I feel at all unsatisfied with. It was my journey. I was the, I was the child on Halloween that had the nurse's uniform on with the white sneakers and little white outfit and the white cap and, and all that goes with it. I love my career. It has opened so many extraordinary doors of educational experiences of being in the presence of amazing um, other nurses and physicians that were trailblazers themselves. The hospital environments that I worked in were exceptional, so different from today. But spiritual parenting is very, or spiritual mothering is very different than the mothering experience of my generation, which is a long time ago. <laughs> We're talking about the time of the 50s and 60s coming into this world, very different world than it is now. Spiritual parenting or spiritual mothering is one of being a guide to either the children that we've birthed in or the children that are in our presence or that we may be a grandparent to or an aunt to, a friend to, a teacher to, a facilitator of healing for. There's so many roles that take on that energy of mothering. And so if we connect with the old paradigm way of spiritual, not spiritual, but parenting or mothering, then again, as I said, it's a very regimented environment. You must do this, this, and this. There's not a lot of choice involved unless we rebel and pave our own path, as many of us did. Those of us that came up in the 60s as teenagers and young adults, we did carve a path for ourselves that was very different from that of our parents. It's as it's to be. But spiritual mothering, spiritual parenting is one, as I said, of being a guide. It's about helping a child, no matter how old they are, but the younger the better, to connect in with their own heart, their own gift 
to help them to recognize who they are from their own perspective and what they are here to do, what they are here to accomplish, what they feel guided to do. So as spiritual parents, when we open up the possibilities for our children to be very self-aware and connected to their gifts of awareness and intuition and sense of knowing who they are and support them in following that path of knowing that is within them, that is the essence of true spiritual mothering and parenting. We innately know who we are and why we're here. And when the adults around us create an environment that fosters that connection, effortlessly flows to the child. I truly believe that we are here for but one purpose, and that is to remember how to be a loving presence in our relationship with ourselves first. Then our relationship with source as we believe it to be, our relationship with others, and then our life experiences. Because who we're being in this relationship with ourselves defines everything else. And so as a spiritual mother, as a spiritual parent, I invite you to help your children, no matter how old they are, to know themselves, to understand who they are, help them to define what their spiritual way is and beliefs are by setting the example of whatever yours is, but creating the space for them to explore for themselves what the meaning is to them. It will only enrich whatever it is that you are teaching them. Our spiritual connectedness is integral to the knowing of who we are. And for me, I invite you to consider it all comes from being connected to the heart. Imagine our world if all mothers, no matter what body they're in, whether it's a male or a female body, because there are many single parents single fathers, for whatever reason, that they are raising their children on their own, that are being both mother and father. They are blessed to find the balance between the feelings nature of their female side and the doings nature of their male side. And to come to being a parent for their children in a balanced way, recognizing the value of both of those aspects of who they are. It is an interesting world we live in, is it not? And such an amazing time. I invite you 
to consider. If you have birthed children into this realm and you have been raising them as their mother, open up to the possibility of being in that relationship a bit differently, perhaps, than you are if what I am sharing is new to you. And notice how your children respond in time. I have been blessed to work with thousands of clients, many of which are children. And children that know who they are are the most incredible little beings or bigger beings and they are here to contribute. We all are in our own way. They are here to contribute to humanity and its evolution. And what better time than now In this time that we are experiencing so much change, so much isolation, so much challenge, to consider adopting a different way of being in our relationships with ourselves and the ones that we love and we are the teachers for. I don't have children that I've birthed into this realm but I am referred to as mothering by many of my clients. And I'm blessed to have a niece and nephew that my sister has always been incredibly generous with sharing. And I adore them. And I have a great niece and nephew, twins that are 10 and a half plus, that I have been blessed to be a part of their lives as well. There are many different expressions of being a mother and mothering. Find the one that feels the most comfortable to you and observe how that is received by the children that you bless with your mothering presence. Because the more loving we are, more non-judging and accepting we are, the more our children respond to us in kind. And if you're challenged with being able to hold that space because of the path of life that you've experienced and you're listening to this show, then please find help for you. Find your path back to your heart. Because your relationship with you is the only one that really matters. Because until you take conscious attention or attentiveness to that, nothing in your life will change. When we're consciously connected to our hearts, everything can change. It is quite extraordinary, the experience of that. If you've not experienced that as yet, oh, I invite you to open up to the possibility of it. It's magical, and yet there's nothing magic about it. It's simply why we're here. 
in these bodies experiencing the human journey. And with that, that's our spiritual wisdom for tonight. Happy Mother's Day to all of you. And for those of you whose moms are no longer in a body and have transitioned to spirit some time ago, let's send some love to them as well and gratitude for birthing us into this realm. We are so grateful for the experience of life. So a couple of things of um, news that I want to share with you. I have a new venture coming. I can't tell you exactly when it's going to happen, but I am going to be creating a membership community and I want you to be a part of it. If what I share here on the Heart Healer Radio Network speaks to your heart, then I so want you to join me. And I don't want you to miss the opportunity. So go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, the Heart Healer. And if you've never opted in before, do that. Go on to EileenTheHeartHealer.com and you'll see towards the bottom of the page, just look for the gift box, click on it. You'll get an opportunity to register for my email list and you'll receive a meditation as my thank you gift, which I hope you enjoy. And if you find that what it is that we share here on the show each Sunday night speaks to you and you want to go deeper, you want more information, then I offer a complimentary heart healer session and I invite you to experience that with me. You can register or schedule that on my website at EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash contact and the link is there or there is a link in the description of tonight's show. You'll see that to schedule a complimentary heart healer session and then the link. And for those of you that have been listening for a while, you know I offer a free offering each month besides the show each week, a new moon clearing process. This is a, um, a live call that is recorded It is at 12 p.m. this month, Monday, May 25. The call lasts about 40 minutes, and it is a beautiful clearing process and very powerful. The whole intention is so that you can replay this recording as many times as you desire between the day of the um, the call on the 25th until the day of the new moon at midnight. And that's when the replay access is, um, is restricted or closed, but you can listen to it as many times as you want and work on clearing whatever you feel serves your highest good, clearing out anything in your energy field that doesn't serve you anymore so that on the new moon, you can sit down and write out your clear intentions for the next lunar cycle, feeling very empowered in the process. We talk about conscious languaging, language of manifestation, and then we complete that uh, new moon clearing process with a guided meditation for clearing. It incorporates Ho'oponopono as well as the energy wellness tools called an intention desk 
and a serious balance pendant, also referred to as a clear set. You don't need to have the clear set in order to be able to participate. So you can register by going to EileenTheHeartHealer.com forward slash, I believe it's New Moon Clearing, but the link is also in the show description. So please feel free to connect with that. If you've registered previously, there's no need to do so again. You'll receive your reminder emails and automatically receive a link to the replay. All right. Those are my announcements. I'm excited. So RJ, our fabulous producer, is with us tonight. We are so blessed. Are you with me, RJ? I am. Here I am. Ah, (laughs) I hear you. Good evening, sweet man. Happy Mother's Day to you. Well, same to you as well. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Where are we off to tonight for our first reading? Well, we have a repeat caller from Virginia. Let's speak with Shy Brittany. All righty then. Good evening, Shy Brittany. Welcome back. Hey, how are you guys doing today? Doing very well, sweet lady. Very well. Happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. To you. Thank you. How can we be of service tonight, sweet lady? What's going on? Yes, ma'am. Well, I first want to say thank you for the great word today. Um, It's it's great to know that I am a spiritual mother. I never knew that, Mm. and I'm also grateful for my mother for being, Mm -hmm. you know, um, the mother that she has been as well. So thank you so much. You're um, welcome, honey. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm. So basically, mm-hmm. I've just been working on self-development, and I was just wondering, do you see any abundance coming in for me? It's going to trickle until July. July, things are going to open up tremendously. Um, the energy is is very supportive of that, and I want you to hold that into your heart and trust it, because Okay. Just because all of the energy feels very constricted right now because of everything that we're going through in our country, in our world, right, on our planet, that doesn't mean yeah. that abundance is not flowing. And so okay. consider this a time of preparing for and getting whatever needs to be completed in order to be available and open to receiving the abundance that is on its way. But it is not an empty, an empty container by any stretch of the imagination. You know, so keep okay. seeing the money flowing to you and abundance of all good things flowing to you. Yes. And remember, Shai Brittany, use your Ho'oponopono statement to keep the energy in alignment with your heart. And so the statement of if it speaks to you to whatever memories are in me that limit the flow of abundance of all kinds that serve my highest good, including financial abundance. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. Or just, I love you repeatedly or just thank you repeatedly. 
That way it, it just clears, you know, we ask for God, divine creator, we initiate the request to that presence to clear whatever blocks or limits the flow of the abundance that we want. Now you can be more specific. In, in how many ever in in however many statements you would like to create, it's just whatever feels yes. the most empowering to you. Make sense? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. And I love that technique. I've been doing it uh, since I um, was introduced to you, um, and I, it's been helping me a lot with my mental health. Um, so I thank you so much for you. My really joy, honey. You. My joy. Remember, Ho'oponopono mm-hmm. is Ease, it, it's simple. It's just not easy. But the right. more we incorporate it into a way of being, the easier it gets, the more benefits we experience. Amen. Yeah? Thank yes, you so ma'am. Much. <laughs> thank <laughs> you. I, I take that amen and I expand it with you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Awesome. All right. All right, guys. honey. Thank you. No problem. You have, have a good a rest day. of your evening, Shy Brittany, okay? Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. All right, honey. Blessings. Bye-bye now. All right, RJ, where are we off to? Well, that was our caller we have in the queue. I had two other ones, and they disappeared, so I'm sorry to say. I still have one in my queue. Shall I try and bring the? Oh, they're listening. Oh, okay. Well, then we can continue to chat until other people. Yeah, there was somebody else that called in (laughs) that their call dropped during the intro. Yeah, technology is is, has been really creepy this week in in odd ways. I don't know how to. So I can't say this. I had a picture of my mom sent to me by my brother, Hmm. and I was I was glad that that showed up. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, you know, I miss her, and I'm glad that uh, I'm going to call and talk with her out there later on. That's good. That's good. My um, my mom, as you know, is lives in in an assisted living facility, um, not far from me. I mean, I'm going on like a mo- three months since my sister and I have seen her. Although that's not true. My sister was able to see her a week ago, Friday. But then we found out that the state was limiting even visiting with a resident outside appropriate social distancing. So we thought we were going to be able to visit with her Friday, this past Friday. But, um, yeah, the executive director put the kibosh on that. So that was the end of that. Um, But I will tell you, my nephew sent me a beautiful bouquet for Auntie's Day. <laughs> it is exquisite. I have it behind me sitting on my altar. It is all of this. It's a beautiful uh, clear glass vase, and it is uh, probably um, almost three feet high, and it is all and all told, and it has the most beautiful, exotic deeply rich colored um, arrangement of bird of paradise. And I don't even know what these other things are and beautiful variegated green leaves. It has been such a gift. I must say we normally exchange um, orchids 
when we all get together. My sister gets me an orchid. I get her an orchid. We love our orchids. And we get my niece an orchid, and she gets us something, but it's <laughs> not this year. So it is a little different. And we can just send love kind of, you know, through the ethers, and that's the best we can do, you know. It's a different time. My mother, they won't it's a different accept world them. we're living in right now. It is. It is. It was very odd that they wouldn't allow us to send flowers. My poor nephew didn't know that. And he sent my, my mother flowers, which she does every year. And, um, and they, they accepted them, but they put them outside. You know, they, they're not bringing them in. I, I'm not real clear why. It is something related to the virus, but I have no idea. Um, but she seems to be content enough. They were having a special a special ham or chicken dinner uh, tonight. Um, I don't know what they were having for dessert, but they usually do something really special on these, these holiday type days. And, and they're just so pleasant and kind. So I'm grateful that my mom um, is able to live in a place that's taking such good care of her. I really am. Yeah. That amazing. Is wonderful. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, and they have an activities director there. Her name is Phyllis, and Phyllis is, to me, the embodiment of an angel in human form. She is the most loving, kind, pleasant human being I have ever had the pleasure of meeting and dealing with. She actually sent me a Happy Mother's Day text this morning. I I mean, it's just... There are many ways of mothering. And although she is kind, she mothers, you know, all of the people that live at my mom's place in a very respectful way, but she does it in such a kind and gentle and empowering way. You know, I, I take care of my mom's plants. Um, my dad used to do that, but my dad passed in 94. So He's been gone a long time, and and my mom's plants are such, they're like her kids. You know, she's, she's very, um, she talks to them, but she won't touch them because she knows she'll kill them at this point, you know. Oh so she, she, you know, so she leaves that to me. So that, that was, you know, oh, has always been one of the things that I, you know, I do from love for my mom. Well, it's now almost three months. I haven't been able to get in there. Well, this woman, Phyllis, I could not get a connection with anyone to say, who can I ask to do this? Because my mom's just not a person. What's that? Take care of the plants and flowers. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's like you, you have to figure out who. Because, you know, everybody's overworked. Everybody is, is working very hard to keep everyone safe and disease-free. And you don't want to impose. But I also didn't want them to die after them being so well taken care of and them thriving. And most of them were in, actually in bloom um, at the last time I saw them. And, and so at one point after I couldn't get a hold of anyone, I... I texted Phyllis and I said, I have a question. I don't know who to ask to do this. Can you make a recommendation? Well, 
I didn't expect her to. I mean, I was not in expectation, but this woman just decided, okay, needs to get done. I'm there. So like the day after that, she texted me or called me when she was at my mom's apartment, asked me how I liked each one watered, kept me on the phone for each one until she finished. And she's been coming in there every week to take care of them. It's unbelievable. This is, this is a wonderful expression of love as far as I'm concerned and, and being a gentle mothering presence, you know? Yes. That, mm. is, that is awesome. Yeah. She's amazing. She's amazing. She, she creates amazing uh, programming there. And I, she actually invited me to do a program, which I did <clears throat> last summer on essential oils. And um, she filled the room for me, and uh, which is what she does. She gathers her little herd of people and brings them for different events. She takes them on walks around the building so that they're getting fresh air and sunshine. And, yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. She is an extraordinary woman. Everyone should have a Phyllis in their life like this Phyllis, truly, <laughs> you know? Good. Yeah. Yes. So tell me of 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 all the things about your mom, what's your favorite thing about her? If you were to put it into words. Well, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this picture that my brother sent me and I'm I was thinking exactly that. Right now she's holding a little stuffed animal that uh we have. What 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 I would love to be able to to see and hear from her is how she's observing all of us because we haven't had words from her in almost 10 years, Mm. but she's with us. And when I get to visit, I show her pictures of things that, uh, that I've captured from me just being there with her Uh and I get a smile out of her. I I can actually (laughs) see a reaction. Mm. You know, this illness is awful, but I know she's in there. I hear you. Just to be able to hear her, she, for a period of time, she would say words, but of course there were, there wasn't, uh, it it wasn't a continuous sentence. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it it turned into in between Spanish and English. Mm. But not even having that anymore is, is pretty tough. But I get to see her smile, and she the first impression that I get from her today when I go visit is because you know I'm a bearded one, I have a big <laughs> long beard and uh-huh. my long hair and ponytail, so uh-huh. the words that I can remember the most of her last speaking to me was, "Well, you." You look so young. <laughs> and that was, you know, that was, um, you know, like I, like I mentioned, over 10 years ago. And, right, right. my gosh, she's still with us. And I have to thank my brother, my, my brother, the priest, Father Mike, uh, who has uh, been taking care of her and keeping her in great care and health through uh-huh. all of these years for all of us. Uh-huh. So. Uh, you know, he's retired now from, from the church and from the parish that he was operating for a little while. And now having him there 
it, it makes me feel good because I was really afraid for her having to go to, and I know there's plenty of these wonderful assisted living facilities, but uh-huh. having her home, I think, is the best thing for her right now. Well, it's wonderful that your family has been able to find a way that feels good to everyone. And that's the most important piece. And and I heard you, RJ, and I want to say to you, yes, your mom is still in there for sure. And she will hear you. Whether she can respond in kind, she is still there to whatever degree she chooses to be. And interesting disease process. For a couple of years, I would go to a unit here um, in my community and offer healing services and aromatherapy for, you know, as many of the clients as I was able to put my hands on in, in an hour to an hour and a half. It was a very interesting experience. And what I can share with you is these these divine people are in there. They have chosen for whatever reason, and we can't fully understand or appreciate the all of it. Um, so I don't even try to, but they have chosen for, on some level of consciousness to separate from this conscious world. But in this way of being, they are serving through being who they are, it gifts all of us who come in contact with them the opportunity to practice compassion and kindness and patience and so many other wonderful qualities, you know? So it's, it's, she's definitely in there. So I, I just wanted to confirm that with you. So when, when you were younger, can you remember one thing or would you be willing to share one thing that you remember that you really enjoyed doing or being with her while she did? Is there a memory that you could share with us? Certainly there is. I've had hmm. a wonderful experience with my mom when we traveled. That was one of the things that, uh, and this is, this goes way back to my, <laughs> my, real, real younger age before I was even, I mean, I was probably in second grade by then, but our family took a trip to South America, Barranquilla, and we were staying in a crazy, you know, temporary house. We were were there for like two months. My father had a contract out there. He was uh, a helicopter mechanic and was stationed out there to support the equipment that was there. Uh-huh. And I remember there was an event that took place with one of the, one of the ladies that was a caretaker at the house. And instead of getting all excited and upset with her, she was very kind with her. She told her it wasn't a very good thing that she did, but she offered to give her some food and offered to help her get through the struggle that she was doing. And that to me today still gives me a picture of my mother. My mother spent, this was, um, she had graduated high school when I was already past college. (laughs) 
because my father and mother got married early. I lost my father in 1971, and she struggled, and unbelievably strong my mother is. She made herself go back to college, got herself her degree, and started working as a social worker to take care of people. Wow. Taking care of people going into nursing homes for the first time. And my mother being a little tiny woman, she's four feet, nine inches. She would <laughs> climb into the van, drive herself from San Diego all the way to L.A. to work. And that's how I remember my mom being wow. the strong woman that she is. Even today, mm-hmm. I mean, just to see her still alive and with us at 93 after everything that she has gone through with trying to get through this Alzheimer's struggle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's, that's what makes me smile is just to know uh-huh. that she's recognizing me. I know uh-huh. that. And she made the comment, oh, you're so young. Well, that's because that's how she remembers us. She remembers things from our from way back in the day, she may not right. be able to remember yesterday or last right. month or last year. Yeah. But uh, three years ago, we had a 90th birthday gathering for her. And again, you know, she was you, she was alert. She could you could see her eyes moving around and giving us all the look and everything <laughs> that was going on was was getting her attention. Mm-hmm. But the sad part of it was. We knew she was, we knew that she couldn't say anything. And the good part of it was that we knew she saw us. And that was the best yeah. thing that I can, I can take from all of that. So yeah, no, you know, I, I hear pray you. for my mom. I pray I for it. her being isolated mm. from all of the goings on today and not having any issues with that. Mm-hmm. So, and mm-hmm. that's what I thank my older brother for. He has been... Mm-hmm wonderful and taking care of that and not allowing her to to get into some you know controlled environment that uh you know may not provide the things that he can provide for her there right her own place right so right oh thank you for sharing rj that's a wonderful memory those are a few wonderful memories thank you thank you thank you And I know that we have a couple of callers just listening, but if you are, since we have some time, if you have a story that you might like to share about your mother, whether she is in a body or not, just press one on your phone and um, RJ will bring you in to the studio and we would love to have you share. If you just want to listen, that's okay. But we would love to have you share. Just press one on your phone if you would like to. Yeah. You know, the show's been so busy the last several weeks. It's um, unusual to not have a lot of callers. So I'm just rolling with it with you, sweet man. And I'm grateful that you're here with me. Otherwise, I'd be talking in the air. <laughs> so thank you. I'd be- <laughs> <laughs> well, thank I am you, very thank glad you. to be here with you, and I've, I've, it, let me tell you, just listening to the things that you have provided 
and assistance and help and, and directions that you have provided the listeners that have called in. Um, I get so much out of that because there are things that I think about from our show that I, it, it puts me in the right place to keep me going. So I'm, I'm very grateful for that as well. Thank oh, you. RJ, my heart. Thank you. I'm so grateful to know that. Thank you. Oh, my. You know, it's interesting. Um, I have been very thoughtful in the last couple of weeks about the way I serve clients, the way I serve in, in my role as the heart healer, um, which is not just my persona. It is not just a professional tagline or brand tool. It's literally what spirit said to call myself. And I listen to spirit all the time. Don't ignore, you know, and, and in, in learning about creating membership communities uh, from a gentleman named Stu McLaren, it has been an extraordinary opportunity to step back after 25 years and be thoughtful about what is this process that I, I use or that I follow when I work with clients and, and who are my people, who's my tribe, you know, and, and if I do decide to do this membership community, which, which I am so committed to doing, um, what part of my community or my tribe am I going to be serving? Because I have multiple hats and getting clear about who it is that I am best served um, to support, to educate, to process with, uh, to provide content in the journey of learning and coming home to the heart. Um, you have to be really clear about what it is in order for people to benefit the most from it. When, when I do one-on-one sessions, I don't have a formal process other than I have a huge toolbox simply just because I've been around so long, you know, and, and I learned, you know, well, it's true. 25 years is a long time to be in business as an entrepreneur and 50 years of being in nursing, you know, you learn a little bit about people. Well, you know, when you, when you spend that much time sharing in people's lives and you get to understand the human condition and how we react or respond to it. But for me, the easiest part of doing client sessions or teaching is knowing that, if it's, a, let's say it's a client session, I show up, the client lets me know where they are, we go into process. I have no idea what that process is per se, but I am always being intuitively guided to what to say, how to work with them. If they're with me in person and we're doing energetic healing with them on my healing table, then that's a different experience as well. But I don't, I don't worry, you know, about what the process is going to look like because I just trust and know it unfolds as it's supposed to. So this is a very different experience to, 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 to
to put myself in place of creating structure. And and part of the beginning of that process is figuring out who am I going to serve in this community. So I've been having a really interesting time of it the last few weeks and in between client sessions and in between being here on the show. And it's been a wonderful opportunity. It's been very enlightening. And so I'm excited about how this is unfolding. I, I effortlessly manifested um, uh, help with technology because you've heard me say more than once over the last couple of years that technology is not my favorite thing. I mean, I've <laughs> learned a lot, <laughs> but it's not my favorite thing, you know, and, and coming into this type of a community, this type of a membership site, that's a lot more than what I think I can do on my own. And I manifested someone to help me with that which I am so grateful for and so much more than that he will help me with. So, you know, the universe is, is aligning itself with me and setting things up so that this will be easy. And my greatest joy is that it will create the opportunity for me to serve more people. And that makes my heart so full with gratitude, because that's really all I'm here to do is, is to serve and find or listen and be guided to how that's supposed to look. So it's an interesting time, this COVID-19 quarantine it is, you know. It is. Well, please understand that I'm here to help you in any of the technology things that you might need some assistance with. Oh, bless you. I may take you up on that, sweet man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a wild time. It's a wild time. So we're about five minutes before the hour. So I am going to, with much gratitude, say thank you to you for sharing your heart with us tonight and your stories. I'm so grateful. And I want to thank our listeners. And we're going to close out the show like we do each Sunday with um, a short guided meditation. Thank you, RJ. I'm sending you a big hug of love. I hope you can feel it. Thank you. And and I have someone that I share a lot of love with as well. And I don't, I I hope she's listening. But I'm thinking about you. And you know who you are. Thank you very much. There you go. All right. Thank you, RJ. All right. So I want to thank Shai Brittany for calling in earlier and for sharing time with us. And just a reminder that the new moon clearing process will be coming up Monday, May 25 at 12 p.m. Eastern time. If you're not registered for that or have never previously registered, just go ahead in the description of the show um, and click on the link there or go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events. And you'll see it there um, in on the May 25th part of the calendar. You can click on that and the, the registration link will show up. Okay. And remember to opt in to my website. Look for the little gift box. Opt in with your email so that once I do launch this membership community, that you will be notified and you can make a conscious choice if it feels like it's something that will serve you in a good way. And if it is, then I welcome 
I welcome you into my heart, into my community. So sometime in the next four to six weeks, keep your eye out for it, okay? And keep checking back with me periodically. All right. So let's complete our time together with a conscious heart connection meditation, a real quickie, because we want to be able to do this very quickly. So that intermittently throughout the day, if we feel like we've lost our connection, we can very easily reconnect. We simply do it with breath. So that's what we're going to do tonight, a real simple breath. So just relax your belly. Make sure your ankles are uncrossed. If you're not driving, go ahead and close your eyes if you want to, but you don't have to. Put your hand on your heart center for added focus. That's that energy center in the middle of your chest. And just imagine that your breath is going into and out of your heart center. Breathe as you feel guided to. It can be a deep breath or just a regular pace of breathing for you. The only difference is that you're focusing and imagining that your breath is coming into that heart center, going all the way to the back of your chest and coming out of your heart center. Just notice without judgment how that feels for you. The more you breathe into and out of your heart center, the more you are consciously activating the vibration, the energy of love. It's that simple. The more we're consciously activating our connection to love, the higher our vibration, the more balanced we are, the more at peace. The lower our blood pressure will be, the more even our heart rate. The more at peace on the emotional level, the quieter our mind on the mental level. And to me, the heart is the doorway to our soul connection, our soul essence, the part of us that is God's light of love and is eternal. So many benefits to simply breathing with a focus into and out of the heart center. And you can imagine in addition to that what I know so much to be true, which is that every time we breathe into and out of our hearts, this heart center, a wave form of love or love light begins to flow from us and it flows unimpeded. There are no boundaries to love. We can choose not to accept it, but there are no boundaries to it. It will continue to flow from us, touching everything and everyone in its path to infinity. So imagine in this moment the love that emanates from all of us, whether you're live with me or listening to the replay, 
that love light is touching everyone in your home, in your neighborhood, in your community, in your state or province, in your country, everyone in your continent, everyone and everything throughout this planet of Mother Earth. This love flows to the center of the Earth as well, a gift of love to her for all that she does to support us. The minute it reaches the center of the Earth, it begins to expand in all directions. So not only does our love light cover the like a blanket, the earth, the surface of the earth, it fills the earth. A gift of love to everyone and everything that dwells within the earth, upon her, above her, and beyond her, out into the universe, back to the beginning of all that is. To me, that's the one heart of love. And breathe. And a special river of love we send out to all of the mothers throughout the world with gratitude for all that you do, for all the love and kindness that you share for all of those gentle moments of putting someone to sleep at night, telling them a story, helping when there's an owie or a boo-boo, a wound of some kind, physically or emotionally or mentally or spiritually. We look to those that mother, whether they are our biological mothers or someone special our lives that hold us in their heart unconditionally a most extraordinary gift these people are to all of us and to those divine beings whether they be female or male we say thank you we love you thank you and breathe. Thank you, everyone, for sharing this this hour with me tonight. Again, a thank you to RJ, our fabulous producer, for being with us and sharing this space and time. Thank you to all our callers, all of our listeners. I wish you a joy-filled Mother's Day, what's left of it, wherever you are in the world. May you know that you're loved. I wish you a fabulous week stay healthy be kind to yourselves we look forward to seeing you back here again on the Heart Healer Radio Network next Sunday at 7pm Eastern Time call in at 645 so that you can get into the queue and be guaranteed your live reading on air until then Blessings of much love 
and gratitude. And good night, everyone. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network.